Hello everyone and welcome to episode 25 of the EFG Daily Commute. This is Stephen Dutzman and I am your host and I am joined by Evan today. Hello. And today we are going to talk about the family-friendly video game announcements that were made at the Video Game Awards on Thursday night. So, um, the Game Awards happened, Evan stayed up to watch them because he was very good. Tired. You were tired, but what are you going to do? Um, and as predicted, there was a lot of stuff announced that didn't pertain to EFG, but there was also a lot of stuff that did. Um, there were some pretty cool surprises, uh, but interestingly enough, Nintendo did not announce Metroid at all, nor did they talk about Animal Crossing. Um, so let's talk about those two things that they did not talk about before we talk about the things that they did. Um, what do you think of that? I mean, uh, we were convinced that they were going to do one of those things. Um, were, did that surprise you? Kinda. Kinda? Because, so when Reggie went on stage in the beginning, it looks like he was wearing a shirt, a t-shirt that had Ridley on it. Turns out that it was a Smash Bros. shirt. It was. It was a Smash Brothers shirt. So, the... I was convinced that he was going to announce some kind of Metroid thing, um, which made, would have made total sense to me. Um, but here we are. So that was, um, you know, it, it really surprised me. It feels like if they're going to announce Metroid Prime, or they've already announced it, but if they're going to release Metroid Prime in 2019, it feels like they want to start the hype train on that sooner rather than later. Um, with that said... They could, very, they could very easily come out in a month with a Nintendo Direct and just blow it out right there and then fully reveal it at E3. I think they need a trilogy of the Metroid Prime games before because I've never played them. I agree. I was also. I am also surprised that they didn't announce the Metroid Prime trilogy, but I think that that's... So, do you mean that it would be a trilogy of trilogies? The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Spyro Reignited Trilogy in the Metroid Prime Trilogy? There would be a trilogy of trilogies on the uh, Nintendo, well, uh, that have come out. I mean, I don't, they're not really related to each other, but yes. Um, there have been a lot of collections like that. Um, so, alright. So let's go down the list of things that they did. And, and, and you know what? I thought if they weren't going to, before we move, jump ship... I was convinced that if they weren't going to announce Metroid, that they were going to talk about Animal Crossing, because this was a perfect opportunity to talk about one of them, and both of them are supposed to be the big games next year. They didn't talk about Animal Crossing either, which surprised me, but here we are. Um, again, they said Animal Crossing is coming next year, I believe them. They, The fact that they didn't talk about either of them means they need to come out with a Nintendo Direct early next year with more information, I think. So, um, let's go over the announcements. Yep. Uh, what was the first one? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Alright, so, I mean, they came right out the gate um, with an announcement. Uh, this was actually done in the pre-show. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. Um, I am very excited for this game. I really enjoyed the games before, uh, the, in, earlier on in the series. And I think it is a perfect fit for the Switch. Um, most notably, I think it's a big deal um, because the... 
excuse me. Um, you know, I think it's a big deal because the Nintendo Switch is all about multiplayer. And the multiplayer is great on the Nintendo Switch. You don't need a lot of buttons for that game. It's kind of a hack and slash. It's not unlike Diablo or Gauntlet. Um, and so it's a great multiplayer experience. And I can absolutely imagine, you know, you, me, and your brother playing through this game. Or you, me, your brother, and maybe Maggie even. Maggie. Playing through this game. Yeah, this game is not known for being super difficult. Um, and, you know, the four of us playing through this game with all of us being our favorite superheroes... And yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, Speaking of Maggie, don't don't drive to Massachusetts. We're not gonna drive to Massachusetts this time. So um, the we one of the things they definitely showed is that this game includes the Guardians of the Galaxy. It includes the Avengers. The it's, it's got Spider-Man in it, and also it has the X-Men and the um, Thanos. And we know Thanos is in it. It's called Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. The Black Order is the name for Thanos' boys. Like those guys that were in Infinity War. That group is called The Black Order. They're his children, more or less, that, that kind of do his bidding. And um, they are presumably going to be a big part of the game. Probably the various bosses. And I'm excited. I mean, this game, we know that there are going to be a lot more characters in this game than just the ones that they showed us. It did not look visually that impressive. It definitely went with a cheaper, kind of more cel-shaded art style. But you know what? I'm kind of okay with it. Um, because uh, it, it, this is going to be a great game on the Switch. It's going to be a nice one. Hack and Slash. Um, you know, I bet Cyclops is going to be in it, so that means I get to be my boy. Um, but you know what? This is going to be great for um, awesome team-ups. You know, everybody gets to be their favorite hero and just roll in. Um, it's also very playable in, as a single-player game. Um, you just Smash have your team Bros. of Marvel. What? It's the Smash Bros. of Marvel. I mean, I don't want to say that it's like the Smash Brothers of Marvel, but there's going to be a lot of characters in this game that were not shown in the trailer. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. So that's uh, that's coming in 2019, exclusive to the Switch. It's being developed by Team Ninja, who has a good track record. So um, I don't even think, considering the possibility of being able to play with like the four of us playing through this game, I don't even think this game needs to be a 10 in order to be great. I'd be happy if this game is just okay, because we will make our own fun by romping through these various levels and challenge levels with our favorite heroes. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that I like about it is when these games came out the first time, it was before, because there have been two other, obviously, uh, Ultimate Alliance games. They were before Games as a Service kind of came out, before there was DLC commonly, and um, I think <coughs> this is perfect for you know, continued hero packs being released after the, the actual release of the game. Yeah. So, um, so that's that first announcement. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 Black Order that's coming out next year. We are going to be talking about that game a lot. In fact, it jumped to second place on my most anticipated games of 2019 list. Um, what is next? Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. All right, here we go. 
Crash Team Racing is uh, a it was a PlayStation One game. It is well revered. Um, it is the long and short of this one is it's Crash Bandicoot and his friends playing a Mario Kart type game. Um, we all know everybody here knows that I love kart racers and oh, yeah, you do. The, but I've never been a big fan of Crash Team Racing. I didn't really play a lot of it. But when Crash Team Racing came out, that was back when I was in my you have to choose a side part of my geekdom. And now I'm I'm excited to try it again because uh, I'm more open-minded about what I consume. So I'm excited to see it. Uh, it's being completely redone. It's being developed by a company called Beanox, who has done other Activision properties in the past. Um, it's being given the same love and attention to detail as the Crash remaster and the Spyro remaster. Um, if they get this game right and it feels good, this is going to be an awesome game for next year. Probably one of our games of the year if it is as good as it is as if it's as good as everybody says it was and i was just being a jerk back in the day this is going to be a very big deal cannot wait to play it um what do you think i think that it will be great i just i don't like games that are mario kart but with not mario i get that it's like i'm so like used to mario kart like it's like playing Mario Kart, but without the Mario Kart characters, hurts. Well, I mean, but then again, I play Lincoln Mario Kart. Yeah, so you'll be fine. Um, so, and that's coming out June 20, uh, 21st. Yeah. So it's coming up pretty quickly in the first half of the year. Um, I think that will probably find its way onto some of our most anticipated lists, just because of the number of games that we know are actually coming out. What's the next information that came? The Last Campfire by Hello Games. Okay, so this is a really interesting story. First off, um, everybody listening, if you're driving, obviously don't. But when you get home, go on YouTube and look up The Last Campfire. The art on this is absolutely adorable. It um, looks like Journey. It does look a little bit like cheating. Journey. It's like a cheat. Yes, I agree with you. Um, it's got a very distinct art style. Here's what's interesting. Hello Games is the company that made No Man's Sky. They're a team. They're a very small team. This game is a Hello short. A Hello Games short, meaning it was made by two people. Um, with the support, obviously, and the technology of that larger of that larger company, but it was two people. This was their baby. They put together this game. Um, I think it looks adorable. It's going to be a little... It's a, essentially like a puzzle adventure game. Um, I cannot wait. I think this one's all about the visuals. It's coming sometime in 2019. I think everybody needs to take a look at it. Um, but yeah, that's The Last Campfire. It's made by two people. So when you're watching the uh, video, just kind of wrap your mind around that. Because, man, that's super cool. So what's the next? An anthem dump. Okay, so everybody knows EFG is all in on Anthem. We really enjoy the idea of the game. Now that we're getting starting to get more details, we are getting more excited about it. Um, this, again, this is one of those action games that we are hoping will be rated T. Um, we haven't heard anything about it yet. Obviously, once we hear the ratings, we'll make our we'll make further decisions. But until further notice, 
This looks like a T-rated, um, you know, Iron Man simulator, and I am all in for that. Um, and they gave us a, a, first off, they gave us a story trailer where they actually finally introduced us to the villain. Um, now, we haven't really talked too much about it, so I just want to say what, the, what, what Anthem is, is it is, this, it is a game that takes place on an alien world um, where the humans, etc., live amongst the ruins of an ancient, ages-old civilization. And there are monsters everywhere, and part of that is because of this mysterious force that is called the Anthem of Creation. And so controlling that would be the key to either prosperity or destruction. The Iron Man suits that these guys wear, they're not actually Iron Man suits, but they are javelins. Um, and you are a um, you're, you are a javelin pilot. I, I think they call them freelancers, although I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I think they're freelancers. And you yeah. get in these different suits and um, you will go off on missions in groups. Um, it looks super rad. And the, so they gave us a story trailer, but then they also told us about a demo. Um, and could you read? We, we, I took a passage from GameSpot.com. So get, hop on over there, give them a click for uh, listening to this if you don't mind. Uh, and just go ahead and read the uh, passage about the Anthem demo. BioWare's next big game, Anthem, is set for release in February 2019. But ahead of that, it is giving people a chance to get an early taste of the game with in two demos. The first will be exclusive to VIPs and will be available to pre-order customers from January 25th until January 27th. The second demo will be open to everyone and accessible from February 1st until February 3rd. Byron has said that this is a slice of the experience in the middle of the game and to give players a, a good feel for how the, for how Anthem will play. That was a lot of mumbling, but... So, what are the dates for the VIP and pre-orders only? To January 25th and January 27th. Okay, so that's a weekend right before the release date of uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. And then Kingdom the, Hearts. And then the second weekend is basically a week later. Yeah. For and every. that's open to everyone. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I'm. that's going to be good to know. Uh, so everybody that's kind of on the fence about Anthem, um, that'll give you a good opportunity to get an idea. Are you in for Anthem or are you not? Um, we're, uh, right now I'm in. And, but, Same we will, here. but we will obviously find out. I'll be looking forward to the beta um, just because I kind of want to get a better picture. And also, I'm pretty sure by the time the beta comes out, we'll have an ESRB rating. So we'll be able to decide how we're going to cover that game moving forward. Before we go, may I, no, before we go to the next topic, may I just say, earlier you said that it's an Iron Man simulator. Is that an actual genre? No, but flying around in a suit of armor with like weapons and stuff. I mean, how else is it, how is it not an Iron Man simulator? Okay. Good point. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Alright, so. What's the next announcement? DLC. From Smash. Okay, so. Um, 
one thing that Nintendo did announce that completely caught me off guard is they announced the first DLC character as part of the fighter pack for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, and he is Jester from Persona 5. Joker. Is it Joker? I thought it was Jester. Persona's Joker. Okay, so it's Joker from Persona 5. As you can tell, I have not played that game. So this is a non-Nintendo game, a largely non-Nintendo franchise, brought over, putting this guy in. I think this says something about the fact that I think Persona is coming. Persona 5 is coming to the Switch this year. I have no doubt. But, so, no, it's absolutely coming to the Switch. Yeah. Absolutely. And then they bring over one of the Persona dancing games. They're probably going to do that, too. So, <coughs> the, um, so they gave us the first character. They really didn't tell us much, but... No gameplay. Huh? No gameplay for the Not even, like, a test. Yeah, they didn't show us gameplay. It was just all an animation. And, you know, it, 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 it got a lot of people excited. Um, and, admittedly, I don't have any attachment to this character, but... He's certainly pretty cool looking. I'm sure he's going to have some neat powers. Um, but the, the more important thing is that Reggie came out around the time that, you know, when they made the announcement, talked about how this is to give people an idea of what kind of announcements they're going to make for um, the you know, upcoming DLC for Smash Ultimate. And... So, because you, they really are intending to make it the most ambitious crossover ever. Now, Infinity we have said that they were the most ambitious crossover ever. And then he called them out. Um, he said that the Russo brothers might disagree with him, but that we're going to make the biggest crossover ever. Um, I think that's amazing. I cannot wait to see what they do. Um, and we have some theories. In fact... We're going to do another episode um, right where, probably right after this, where we're going to talk hashtag about... Hashtag batch recording. Um, where we... Yeah, hashtag batch recording. Um, where we go over what our thoughts are for the, the next four characters and who we think they're going to be. Because I have some ideas, and I want to run those by the big guy and see if he agrees with me. So... So we'll do that in a little bit. Um, what other announcements were made? Uh, the thing about on the block in Fortnite Battle Royale. So they did. So that was the next step. And that's pretty... I mean, there's only a couple of more. So Fortnite. We already talked about how Season 7 is out. Season 7 is live. Um, and we know Fortnite Creative is a thing, which is pretty rad. Yep. Um, we're excited about that. The boys are excited to be ungrounded from Fortnite so they can give it a try. Oh, boy. Are you saying that this is right now? This no. Is, I never knew about this until now. So. What? The, I know what I'm asking. Oh, are you asking if you're ungrounded? Yeah. You're definitely not. <laughs> so. Sorry, bro. It's part of the deal. So. I can make content. I made EMG content. How about you can make some other content first? Now you're here bargaining. It's part of the uh, grieving process. So 
Um, once they are ungrounded from Fortnite, they'll be able to play creative. We're pretty excited about it. I'm interested to see what will happen. Um, but the, the, the real deal is, you know, creative is absolutely a play by Fortnite to, they want to make that game last forever, right? Like Epic Games, um, is, I mean, they launched their own store and we'll talk about what they did at the storefront about, because the store was probably the biggest winner out of the Game Awards night. Um, but they, uh, they want to use Fortnite cash to help create a store. And really once they create a Steam competitor, um, you know, a PC marketplace, honestly, they're going to be in really good shape. Um, and they won't necessarily need Fortnite anymore. It's kind of like with Valve. You know, once they had enough games that were big enough, they really never needed to make games anymore. They just kept, were able to switch into kind of logistics. Can we, can we just explain what on the block is? So, Fortnite created creative mode, which is a good move. They were attempting to um, kind of keep up with, you know, all the other games that are out there. But they also added what's called the block, which is more or less a location in Battle Royale. It's a location in Battle Royale. They removed risky reels. But RIP. Jacob cried. Jacob was really kind of bummed. Um, risky reels is But you know, rip risky reels. But they uh, replace it with this thing called the block, which is going to be an area in the main map of Fortnite that is designed to highlight <clears throat> user-created content that people like. And I think that is super cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to find out what that means, um, you know, how that works. They said that the community will be voting on it and that they will be voting on it. Um, but it's, you know, it is possible that someone's really cool creation will find its way into, into actual Fortnite Battle Royale for a certain amounts of time. And I think that, I love it. I think that's a super cool idea. What do you think? I think that's awesome. So, Dad, what if I got into creative and made it so that one of the build that I made got on the block? That sounds awesome. You're still not ungrounded. <laughs> so, um, what was the last announcement? Segonauts 2. So, yeah, I mean, this was a... It wasn't technically last. It was last in the order that I added everything to the sheet. But So, Psychonauts <coughs> is, was a 3D puzzle platformer that was produced by Double Fine and, and put out back in the PS2, Xbox uh, 360 era. No. PS2 original Xbox era. And it is well-loved... But, pardon the truck. Truck, 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 but, truck, 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 um, it hadn't gotten a sequel. And so now, um, it's getting one. They released a trailer, and it looks awesome. I mean, it's going to be another really kind of humorous... Honey. Yeah, it's definitely like a dark humor um, a comedy. Honey. 3D platform. And there's definitely lots of puns. Lots of, you know, mind control and telepathy puns.
hunts, etc. This is going to be a big fun, fun trip. Um, I can't wait for it to, to get more, for us to get more details. But this trailer actually showed real gameplay, so definitely, you know, take a look at it. Um, you know, go to YouTube or and just look up Psychonauts 2. You'll you'll see the gameplay demo that they showed. You'll know pretty quickly if this is the kind of game that you would like. But if you like 3D platformers, then this is kind of a no-brainer, at least as of right now. So, I mean, the, the, those were the, the family-friendly announcements. They made a, num a, a number of other announcements that weren't necessarily super relevant to us, like Dragon Age and, you know, some other stuff that looked... Mortal Kombat I mean, they announced Mortal Kombat 11, which is a thing. Uh, so we'll certainly have to talk about that next year. We're not going to cover it necessarily, but, you know, whenever Mortal Kombat comes out, uh, parents get concerned, so we're going to have to... We will be talking about that as they go. Uh, but the, uh, the biggest announcement, the biggest piece out of the whole thing was the Epic Games Store, which we knew had been announced, but we didn't know that they were going to be talking about it so much at the show. And part of it is that there are a bunch of games that are uh, that are already on the service. Journey. Including Journey and a few games that were announced at the Game Awards. Um, and it looks like, you know, they're coming out swinging to try and compete. One thing that was not announced, and I didn't really see it anywhere, is that they, that they are going to be giving away a free game every two weeks to, um, you know, kind of entice people to download and install their game, their uh, Epic Game Launcher and Epic Game Store. Um, that is one heck of a way to convince people to get in on that. I mean, I know we're going to create one um, just to be able to play the games. The other thing is, you know, Journey. Yes, Journey is going to be in there. I want to play Journey. I have not played it for many years, and I want to play Journey. Okay. Why well, is not Why is Journey not on PS4? It is on PS4. Why is it not on Switch? Because it was published, it's easier for it to get put on PC than on Switch. So, yeah, port everything to Switch. I get it. Pets, port everything to Switch. Yes. So that is, um, you know, the first game is Subnautica, which is a game that we've actually been asked about a lot. Uh, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of parents have asked us about Subnautica because it's, you know, it's a survival and you know adventure game. Yeah but it's, you know, in water. So we've had a lot of people ask us about it, so we're definitely going to take a look at it um, and, you know, see what we can find out. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just found out today uh, Super Meat Boy Forever, which was um, given a release date in uh, during the Kind of Funny Showcase on Saturday. And that is, uh, that's actually going to be exclusive on the Epic Game Store for a year before it's allowed to come to Steam. That is a very big deal. So, yeah, we're going to have to keep our eye on the Epic Game Store as things go on. There were a number of games that were announced at the Game Awards. Uh, well, the, the big one was Hades, which is a game that <clears throat> is in early access right now, and it was uh, published by Supergiant, the same people that did um, Bastion and um, uh, Transistor. So, it looks like a rope. It's a rope. It's bike. a rope bike. Um, so it, it's More not necessarily appropriate for 
but I was interested in it. So we're going to have to see. I mean, a lot of stuff we're waiting and seeing on. Uh, but at, th- this was overall, I think it was a good show. What did you think? I think, it, I think the, the Game Awards was awesome. Well, I agree. So, all right, everybody, thank you much for listening to episode 25 of the EFG Daily Commute. Uh, We will see you next time. And until then, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.